0: Everybody's introducing themselves. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll okay.
1: kick it all off. We're going to go live here in a second. Kick it off, Ron, and then I'll hand it to you for your first introduction. Everyone will introduce themselves.
2: Okay, who are we going to after me? We're going to go. We're going go to go. You. Okay. Me. Mine says live on Facebook, so
1: we should be live on Facebook. So, hi everybody. Uh, we're here for Wednesday wrap up, uh, and we'll kind of go slow and. Uh, let everybody uh, get caught up, but we're here for Wednesday wrap up for okay for you approved. And uh, what we want to do today is to basically present you guys or the membership with, the, found, nice, with the founders so of the organization. I need to be able to kind of see this. So uh, with the uh, founders of the organization and kind of introduce you guys to who we are and, and what we're all about. If you don't know, know us already. So for the first introduction, let's kind of throw it to Ron Durbin. Uh,
2: and, and Ron, you want to go first? Sure. Sounds like a plan, Chip. Thank you. Um, as uh, hopefully most of you know, and some of you who don't, my name's is Ron Durbin. I'm an attorney in Tulsa. Uh, I f- primarily focus now on all things medical marijuana, whether it be uh, lawsuits related to, uh, to business protections or drafting of legislation, patient rights uh, and privacy, et cetera. Uh, I think at this point, you name it, I've done it in the medical marijuana industry in the state of Oklahoma. Uh, I've even, you know, done a little growing and processing and and, uh, even acted as a bud tender for a short period of time for uh, the experience of it. So um, uh, we've long needed a trade association and organization uh, to consolidate and focus on the efforts uh, that are important to the medical marijuana industry in the state of Oklahoma. And in trying to pull that together, it was very, very clear from the beginning that no one person uh, could ever pull off successfully uh, what, uh, what needs to happen. So OK For You was essentially designed as a way for growers, uh, for farmers and for processors and dispensaries to come together, uh, share information, uh, consolidate efforts and resources and, and you know, from my perspective, one of the important things that OK for you is going to offer is it's going to offer standard operating procedures and, uh, and manuals and things of that nature that all businesses across this industry need uh, to successfully operate their business. The importance of SOPs is going to become more and more every day as uh, we finally start seeing the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority. <laughs> Uh, enforcing the regulations that are in place today Uh, as most everybody knows testing requirements are now uh, you know are really they're about to be fully enforced and in place Uh, we've now got OBNDD that's taking direct action uh, to start enforcing a lot of it uh, as well so it's really going to be important for businesses to understand what is all involved in being compliant and as somebody who has been involved in the rulemaking process and the changes to the rulemaking process, um, it's clear to me that there needs to be an easy, concise way for businesses to get access to the information uh, of what procedures are required, get access to easy to follow and understand checklists uh, and to be able to implement those into their businesses seamlessly so they can focus on what's important to them, which is either farming cannabis, you know, processing cannabis or dispensing cannabis to patients. So uh, essentially to take out that, uh, complexity, and honestly, the high expense uh, that individualized plans would require. Uh, I think that's something that OK For You is going to be able to offer, along with a lot of other things. That's just like the tip of the iceberg uh, of what this organization is going to do. Uh, we also need you know, the lobbying effort and all of those things, which other people will talk about. Uh, but to me, again, it's important that everybody come together to sort of consolidate resources uh, and consolidate Uh, The things that everybody has to do anyway into a a seamless system that uh, can be updated as laws develop and change and evolve uh, without having to worry, am I in compliance? Do I know what the current version of this rule is? Uh, By having SOPs, these businesses will be able to know that, hey, I've got the current version from OK for you. Those have been looked at by people like Ron um, and I did just refer to myself in the third person. Uh, but at least they'll know that they've been reviewed and that they're current and that they're accurate. And, and, and you will get things like, Hey, take out page 37 of the SOPs and replace it with this and replace this checklist with this checklist. And they'll know to pay attention to the changes in those things and be able to stay compliant and not have to at least deal with the headache and worry uh, of being in compliance with OMA and OBNDD. They can focus on uh, what's important, which is their business and taking care of the patients in the state of Oklahoma. So with that said, uh, there's a lot more to talk about with it, which is why I want to make sure I, I specifically and, and particularly invite everybody out to uh, the Green Grow Expo uh, this weekend. Uh, Jay's going to come on here and talk about it, uh, but there's going to be a lot of awesome information out there. okay for you is going to be out there. I'm going to be out there. Um, Representative Fettgetter is going to be there. If you get an opportunity, get out there to the Green Grow Expo. I highly urge you, while in general admission is free, so by all means come, even if you have no money and you just want to talk to people and you're a patient. Uh, but I strongly encourage you to sign up for the classes that they're offering. There's some amazing classes and certifications. Um, and again, without funding and, and ticket sales, we wouldn't have Green Grow Expo or any of these other wonderful events uh, that we're going to be doing in the future. So uh, I look forward to seeing everybody there. And, uh, and hopefully uh, uh, we'll have a good time. And I think that'll be the case. We had a great time last year. So with that, I'm going to turn it back to Chip uh, to uh, introduce the next person or talk himself about uh, some of the other wonderful things about okay for you and what we're trying to do
1: great job ron so that was really good that was great and in it we have one other member who couldn't he's out actually tilling his fields uh who couldn't be here but uh and and that is jed green but jay do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of maybe talk a little bit about you know the now the role that you're going to perform and um kind of your passion about this
3: absolutely my uh office phones ringing off the hook. Sorry about that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's a good thing. Yeah, it is, man. We're excited. So, and I'm, I'm really excited about this organization. I mean, uh, everybody, uh, has an agreement that there needs to be a collective voice that's for this industry and advancing the mom and pops, uh, you know, and mom and pops can be a big business, but, uh, advancing the interests of licensees and advancing the interest of patients, uh, you know, the, the, um, I wouldn't say the, um, I don't know, the the other forces are organized and the, the pro forces for this industry are coming together to be organized and it's time that we do that. Uh, I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about the upcoming expo. Thanks, Ron, for mentioning it. Uh, Green Grow Expo uh, this weekend. We've got a Friday night anniversary party, which is a celebration of the two yes. years uh, that 788 has uh, since 788 passed. Uh, So we're excited about that. June 26th, we're going to be setting up at the expo from one to six. All the OK for you approved uh, volunteers are welcome. You'll all have uh, you'll all be welcomed and uh, love to have your help on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The expo is 10 to 4 on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, It's actually sold out expo. We've had one hundred and three exhibitors. Um, and exhibitors are encouraged to wear uh, masks we're giving away masks we're giving away uh, hand sanitizer there's ppe stations we're we're taking uh, safety very seriously but we're moving on we're absolutely uh, having the event it's a sold out event uh, we've had over 4,500 uh, 4, people claim uh, free tickets uh, obviously hundreds of people buy uh, classes and uh, and then uh, the Canniversary party uh, there's tickets online for that Um, But it's going to be a lot of fun. It's outdoor event uh, with uh, a couple of bands playing and uh, just really a a chance to be uh, out and about, but uh, safely outside and distanced as well, because it's a big venue, Margarita Island uh, on around 10th and Council in Oklahoma City. Anyway, uh, so I'm super excited about the event, uh, appreciative of the speakers and the help you guys. Uh, this organization has had in organizing the event uh, i'm I'm just really excited about a positive collective voice uh, to advance the interests of the industry in a way that protects mom and pops, protects the fact that uh, tons of people have put their heart and soul uh, into this industry since it was launched uh, you know two years ago this week uh, I, granted it didn't start then there was a lot of a lot of on the ground work and a lot of people paved the way. A lot of those people are on this call today. Uh, that paved the way for it to start uh, two years ago. But man, there are so many family owned businesses where, you know, mom runs the dispensary and dad runs the grow and, and the daughters at the store. I mean, there's so much of that going on right now. There's so many uh, places leased up that would not be leased if this hadn't have been passed. There's so many people buying insurance and zipping around uh, the state selling products uh, to dispensaries. And there's so what I'm saying is there's a lot of people with blood, sweat, and tears in this industry. And uh, there's not been a collective voice to advance those people's interests and to represent them uh, at the right levels of state government. Uh, and that's what this is going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about that. I'm excited to be involved, excited about the event. Can't wait to see you guys this weekend.
1: Awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jay. Great job. It, you know, Jay has founded Green Grow Expo. Green Grow is the the really Oklahoma-based, Oklahoma-founded preeminent cannabis expo. So he's done a great job uh, doing that. He, again, most of you guys know who Jay is, you know, he probably touches uh, more people in the industry than, than anyone out there, you know, with his organization. Um, And uh, you mentioned some great points, but one of the things that you really mentioned and and it, you know, if you want to look at real motivation for what is motivating us to put together this trade organization, it is exactly what you said. So big operators, they have lots of money. They don't really need us, right? They can go hire consultants and, you know, SOP writers and attorneys and all that stuff. But the mom and the pops, and, and it, you know, frankly, it, you know, it's kind of unintended harm that we've done with the law. So anyone can get in this business for with twenty five hundred dollars and a whole bunch of red tape and a dream, right? So, um, you know, would be, see Ron for the red tape, um, but you know, anyone can get in the business, right? So we have a lot of people that are operating in our industry right now that are first-time business owners that aren't sophisticated, uh, you know, don't know you have to pay overtime or don't know you can't sexually harass <laughs> your employees or, you know, kind of whatever it is, right? So, and I'm being a little facetious, but, it, we, but we need to help all of these people become <laughs> like the big guys, right? So, um, another interesting point, it Just I was just talking to this company uh, before this call and they're very in- national companies are extremely interested in this trade organization and what we're getting ready to launch and we haven't even launched it yet so we're launching it at green grove but it they were t- they had, on their website they have this whole thing about social equity in the cannabis business right and that's a big issue right now obviously what's i'm thinking about that going what i mean it you guys speak to uh you know our commercial industry as do i and it, we have more social equity. In Oklahoma, in in commercial cannabis, then, you know, it's just, it's equally representative. Every single, you know, way you want to try to divide us um, is equally represented in our business, which is really cool. But it's because we have a free market uh, system and most states don't have that. In fact, no other state has that, frankly. And so we're very lucky and blessed here in Oklahoma, but we got to, we got to guard the gate, right? And that's what we're, we're talking about. So let's go ahead and introduce... Cynthia, would you like to go next?
0: Sure. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Cynthia Paul, and uh, I actually came into this industry as a patient, um, but we've kind of morphed myself into being in the processing field, too, which it's quite a change going from natural products to CBD to THC, but, you know, there's a big transition of regulatory and compliance and things like that that you have to follow and that can be really scary especially a first-time business owner maybe you're uh just getting into processing you're processing oil but now you're wanting to develop and things like that but there's a lot of things that we need to do as an industry to help uh be more transparent to those consumers the patient. So part of that, that with packaging. packaging is one of the most important things that we can do. That is a billboard for your company, for one. It's a billboard for that product. But it's also uh, going to tell that consumer if that's going to be the right product for them. Because I feel like we have the most educated uh, patient population of any other state, just because of all the education, Green Grow Expo, they're really focused on education, not only for industry, but for patients. And when patients learn about the medicine, they're going to come in these stores and ask about things. They want to know what, what's the terpene profile? What's the CBD, the THC? Because a lot of people know you don't always need all that THC. So sometimes you need more CBD. So me coming into it, yeah, as a patient and then uh, opening a processing facility, I've learned a lot. But that uh, really leads to OK For You and the importance of building this uh, standard for the industry and doing it through a trade association where it's very collaborative. You're not doing it by yourself. You've got a whole team of people. If you have a question, you get on your email, get on your phone, you call somebody. You, You are not out there alone. So you've got a whole team of representatives that know the law, no compliance, and um, not only from industry, but from a patient perspective. So the questions, um, they don't need to be questions anymore. So we hope to bring a lot of those answers with okay for you because it's time.
1: It's time. So, so, so one of the things that, that Cindy was, or Cynthia was talking about was, um, you know, really where is our industry going And I think that she mentioned packaging and labeling requirements. And if you're in, if you make a natural product, so if you make a food, you know, for consumers or something that people are going to eat, it's very important how you construct that label, that's telling consumers what's in basically that product and if it's safe or not and, and all that. <laughs> Look at what Jay's got up I there. Know. That's funny. <laughs> so, But it's very important how you construct that label in FDA land. And believe me, we've been through this in our company. We've had the FDA scrutinize our labels and Cynthia you know, has been responsible for fixing that. Ron Durbin has written the packaging and labeling standards really for OMMA. So it, as this develops, we have a lot of uh, expertise within our organization that will help you guys, you know, be able to stay compliant and things like that. But that's, you know, why we're going to benefit you with help. So Leah, would you like to be next? Yes. Hi,
4: my name is Leah Hull. Uh, currently, I got into the industry as a caregiver. Um, uh, we also own a grow and uh, we also uh Got into the industry as well because we understand the need for compliance and regulation. Um, I actually have a master's in education, and so uh, educating our industry is highly important to me. One of the things I like to say is that we're not here to get you high, we're here to get you healthy. Um, and the only way that we can do that is that if we can shift the culture and if we can have professionals uh, helping our industry shift the culture, and so that's why we're here. Um, our industry is a newly regulated market. And, and we're here uh, to help you guys um, add that necessary compliance those necessarily necessary regulations and those necessary standards uh, that are going um, to put you on the national stage. And that's essentially what our uh, goal is is to put Oklahoma on the national stage uh, because uh, we're building a standard and it's time. It's time.
1: Absolutely. Awesome. Great job. And it, if, if you guys are seeing like the posts and things like that, that are coming out of okay for you approved or also other channels, but uh, okay for you approved. That's Leia's doing those, putting those together. Um, she's building, you know, the marketing message and kind of uh, how we're communicating to you. So she's designing that whole plan and, building that whole plan and education will be as she mentioned education will be a critical part of what we want to provide to you um i want to teach you all about the endocannabinoid system and i hope to and again that'll be a a bunch of different you know sort of things or within those tiers but we will be providing a lot of education and a lot of bud tender education. So again, if you're at the dispensary level and someone comes in, and you know how do you get them to the right kind of strain or product or vape pen or whatever it is? So we've got some um, knowledge, you know, that we can uh, help help do that with.
4: And then also making sure oh. that we educate our legislators as well. Yeah, shifting, no joke. Yes, shifting the culture there. Absolutely that is going to um, have that trickle down effect for our industry yeah, and for it, our
1: patients it just quick story and, and ron will kind of probably confirm this story but one of our uh, lawmakers that we work with it's very friendly to us and, Bri- and brian will be the next introduction but i gotta get in my stories you know chip's gotta talk right Blah 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 <laughs> blah, blah but anyway one of our favorite lawmakers so he's you know this is a year ago He's convinced that it. We just did this for rec law, right? So that this has no really medical value and and all that. So over the course of the last year, I think we've got him to where he kind of is beginning to recognize that it, you know we're not a bunch of you know crazy hippies who've who've done this uh, you know just to have an open rec law that you know we're this is really about a medical exercise and so. Speak think for yourself,
2: Chip. Some of us are crazy
1: <laughs> <hippies>. <laughs> I, think we, I think we've got him there now, but, uh, you know, so anyway, but it's taken a while. And to Leah's point, it's very important to educate all of these stakeholders, right? People who touch our industry need to be educated about our industry. So let's throw it to Brian. Brian is our membership director. So again, if you get a call from someone that says, this is Brian Hall, I'd like you to join our organization. This is Brian. That's
5: me. I'll put a name to the face, face to the name. Uh, I'm just going to talk a little bit. Really, just kind <clears> of <throat> echo what everybody's already talked about. I don't need to kind of beat it any further. The memberships are uh, are there for, for for dispensaries, for grows, for for processors, and just like everybody said, we're, we're building a standard for the medical marijuana industry. And so this is just that big, important next step. Uh, so you know, a little bit about me, I guess, is just I've always liked to echo uh, quality cannabis is a passion. You know, quality medicine is the purpose, and then quality of life is the reason, you know, we're all here to to better our lives and we got farmers out there doing it. We got dispensaries out there doing it. We got, you know, processors out there doing it and we're all, we need to find um, a better way to get the right information to the right areas of the market, you know, keep our standards alive. If you've been to our website at all, go to our website, check out our memberships here. We've got, uh, if you just go and look at some of the, some of the things that come with your membership, as far as job posting boards, industry education, uh, you know, political agenda access you know everything's going to be right there so whether you're a patient or whether you're in the industry you know as a business we're we're going to be here setting that standard you're going to get the same information and so uh just basically echo what everybody said you know we're we're here to set the standard it's nice to meet everybody
2: all right it's time
5: ggx for sure
2: And, and you know chip if you know if i might i'm just going to throw something in there i mean one of the one of the things that we've kind of missed, and I mean, it's really kind of the, some of the stuff that I was talking about last night. I don't know if anybody saw it, but we've got a lot of these other varying groups. So we've got to make sure um, uh, we, we fight against and make sure that they don't risk the program. Mm-hmm. And by coming together and supporting legislators and supporting you know, people running for state office and, and supporting people who are running for the House and, and the Senate, Uh, By doing all of those things, we start to build a reputation that we can actually get something done. And once legislators and state politicians think that we can get something done, then it's not the begging, please, please, please be nice to us. It's the, hey, you know, we can take action if, uh, if we need to. And that's something that really I've not seen anybody be able to accomplish in every state, which is why they've always had really for the most part had to do everything by initiative petition. Is because they've just never built a collective political uh, arm of something that can actually get results. We've proven that that's attainable in the state of Oklahoma. Um, yeah, we didn't get the Senate to call the veto override, but we got two thirds of the Senate to commit publicly that they would vote for that. And uh, the majority of Republicans as well, which was, you know, jumping their leadership. So we can do this. We just need to come together to, to pull that off and, um, as a final thing, I wanted to make sure I mentioned, you know, we're setting this up and this is set up as a charitable entity. Um, we're finalizing, I'm, you know, Chip and I and everybody are working to finalize the, um, what was, uh, the bylaws of the charitable organization. But I want to make clear to everybody that once we have those finalized, those are going to be available for the public. We're not, there's no, you know, I know some people have had issues with, you know, organizations in the past. That is not going to be this organization. We are going we, you know, we've all learned from the lessons of the past. And this is going to be an inclusive uh, organization that is transparent to the public and everybody's going to be able to understand what's going on and why we're going after it. So uh, I I would encourage anybody as we do these things, um, this is not a closed loop network that's, you know, power hungry. If you want to get involved and you want to be part of the leadership and you want to step up, then come on. You are invited. Here is your here is your public invitation uh, to please come get involved. I just have one simple thing, and I think everybody else in this video will probably echo this, and forgive me, I'm going to say it like I would say it. If you have an issue and you just constantly complain, and, and I didn't use the other word, complain, <laughs> and you offer no solutions uh, to your complaints or suggestions on how to solve your complaints, then please do not get involved because you're just a complainer and we don't want you. But if you have concerns and have issues, and you want to help work towards the solution to those problems and not just complain about them, please, please, please get involved. Uh, Reach out to Brian or Chip or myself or Cynthia or Leah or anybody reach out to somebody and get involved in this. Come see us at Green Grow Expo because this is an inclusive thing. And if you haven't noticed, you know, we are trying to be inclusive, even, even doing stuff with Bud Scott and Blake Johnson and everybody else. Uh, We want to be inclusive um, and, if I can do that, anybody can work with anybody. <laughs> so, that's, it. that's all I'm going to say for, for, for now. And, and,
1: and to Ron's you know, so again, just, and I'm Chip Paul, but, um, it, 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 you know, my intro, whatever, but, but it, we really want to uh, set this up to Ron's point, you know, to be an inclusive organization, it, 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 you know, if you guys know anything about Cynthia and I and kind of how all this started it we're going to listen to everyone's voice and we're going to try to make sure that everyone is included and everyone is heard again within reason and and, and to Ron's point I mean if you're here to bitch then again
2: you can go somewhere else and bitch but if you got
1: something constructive to say we want to hear it
2: I front. went all that time without using that word Chip, and you used it I tried to <laughs> I'm now I'm mad. Yeah, now I'm mad. <laughs> no, but it's important. I mean, the solutions.
5: I mean, that's what okay for you is here to do. You know, we're yeah. here to solve problems.
2: Problem you know, so you know, one other thing, and the, and the, this kind of ties into you know Green Grow Expo and and the collective group coming together for a, a an expo that Jay's putting on, and and again, people come out and see us and come out and see Green Grow Expo and sign up for those classes, but. You know, Jay is talking about how many people are coming, 4,500 tickets, you know, online reserves, 100 and something vendors coming out. And one of the things that this, this entity and the trade association can do is it can bring together all of these growers, processors, and dispensaries to collectively bargain and buy services. Yep. And that is something that is, is, is distinctly missing anywhere in the cannabis industry. You know, it's all, yep. the, it's all, all for me and only for me and nobody works together. Well, what I'd like to see is something like the National Restaurant Association, where all these restaurants come together in that organization, and they collectively work out deals with Coke and with Pepsi and with suppliers and vendors and, and with Cisco and all these other people for collective pricing on things. Nobody does that in the cannabis industry. We have 7,000-plus licensed businesses. We should be able to go to Fox Farms and negotiate prices on soil. We should be able to go to negotiate prices on rock wool. We should be able to go to negotiate prices on pots and on equipment and all of those things in bait cart, uh, containers, et cetera, packaging, all of that stuff. If we come together, we can really provide a service that at the end of the day, the money spent to be part of the organization is going to be minuscule as it relates to the amount of money saved or gained by being part of it and collectively bargaining for, uh, insurance, et cetera. So that's another aspect that I don't think we talk about enough that we're going to be working to put together. And I think that, uh, we clearly have shown with green grow that people can come together for a collective event. Let's get them together for a collective purpose of, of saving them money as well.
5: Yep. That's another great point. As far as memberships are concerned, you know, I mean, we're not just, we don't just need memberships from, from dispensaries and from growers. Like we're looking for resources for dispensaries and growers as well. Uh, right. We have sponsorship opportunities, charter membership opportunities. Uh, if you've got, if you've got a business that, that, that makes part vape carts, you know, a, uh, get a hold of us. You know, we'd love uh, to figure out how to work these things
1: out. Yeah. Yesterday I had a great call with it. And again, we're going to get them plugged in because they've got something that's disruptive and unique, but they're a company that's in Collinsville, Kansas, and they make catalytic uh, dryers or other industries but they've been screwing around with cannabis and they can dry cannabis in like an hour right? with the infrared technology. I'm like, Oh, okay, well, let's get them plugged in. I mean, that's kind of interesting, but it, there'll be a lot of uh, stuff like that that we have over time. And Jay, you know, provides it, it. This team is a just dream team, right? We have, you know, kind of Jay who is our, our front. And then we have Ron who's kind of our regulatory and lobby and lobbying. we have Jed who's our lobby and, so this is a, and we've got kind of this team here is our, you know, communications and kind of operations team, um, but we really want to, you know, we're going to make this something to be proud of. And it, I've been a part of a trade organization in the past that, because of the way it was structured, could not deliver on the promises that we wanted that we made really. And and it, I will never do that again. I think Cynthia would echo that. Um, so we want to be careful with this again, as we're making promises to you. And we're talking about this buying service that we fully intend to implement later, but it won't be a part of kind of what we roll out initially. But we're going to do it. Um, but the stuff that we have again, we're going to have job board up. We're going to have these discussion boards up. The discussion boards will be how we listen to you. So, like, how will Ron know how to build the next thirty-two twenty-eight? Well, he'll know how to build the next 3228 by what bubbles up in those discussion boards on process issues or on patient issues or on all these other things. Right. So we're going to use that to listen, the website to listen. But that's all there now. And we'll launch this this weekend. It's not perfect. And we're giving you guys three months free because we got to build it. Right. So we got to build all these you know, commercial businesses and engagement and all this. But the people that are on it right now, you'll see it'll immediately start, you know, going and bubbling up and all this. So badges for people that have been inspected Um, And the patient side. We really haven't talked about too much, but it will kind of officially launch that two or three weeks after we launch the commercial side. But the patient side will be a real win win. And again, I'm Cynthia and I, you know, started all this as patients. Right. I didn't want to go to jail. (laughs) Um, so the patient side of this will be weighty and will be a win-win, um, immediately patients will get a 10% discount at all participating dispensaries. And so just that in and of itself as a patient, it's going to cost you $50 a year, right? But four a month is what we're doing. So it's a little more than 50 bucks, but again, you'll get immediate 10% discount at dispensaries. I know what I spend at a dispensary, you know, monthly, um, and that easily pays for that, you know, 420 a month. And so, and we'll have a lot more coming the relief app and all this stuff that we'll be talking about in the very near future and really dive into, we'll probably get the guy, the uh, founder of relief on, to talk about the app if you guys think that's a good idea, but um, you know, as we kind of rolled that out. So anyway, a lot coming, uh, a lot coming, and this is very, very exciting. So it, it just keeps getting better. It,
2: um, well we've you know chip, I hate to interrupt but we we've, we've we've come together and it's, it's really I mean you know it's it's an important thing going back to coming together and everybody working together for the purposes that are that are achieving as I often say to you and Cynthia and everybody else um, you don't come to Ron if you want the trains to run on time. I am not that guy <laughs> I won't make the trains run on time ask Christina Vaughn, my partner in Veridian she will tell you uh, and that's why she handles the you know, all the day-to-day aspects of everything, you know, related to the finances and the, everything else don't come to Ron for the train to run on time. Uh, and that's, you know, we really all are working and playing towards our strengths. And that's why if you've got something that you believe you can offer and you want to be part of an organization where you can uh, find your, uh, your place and where you can contribute, this is what, how we're setting this up. So again, I just want to reiterate, please, please, please reach out to Brian uh, and, uh, and talk to him about membership and those kind of things. And then, you know, to Chip's point on the patients, uh, that's probably one of the parts that I'm the most excited about are the things that we're going to be able to offer to patients. And, and literally what we're going to use that $4.20 a month that they're going to be contributing towards, which is going to be lobbying for things like safety-sensitive job uh, revisions to fix those issues, uh, dealing with the DUI laws and trying to get those reformed, uh, dealing with courts and people on probation being prohibited from using medical marijuana, despite the fact that their conviction has nothing to do Uh, With medical marijuana, there's lots of things for patients that we need to do, and we're going to be able to use those financial resources to pick up some support and fight uh, on that, and uh, to hire some attorneys uh, to do that. uh, Because unfortunately, time of me being able to do all this stuff alone is way gone. So those are all kind of things that this money is going to be going towards, and it's going to be going towards something to better everybody, and that's what's important. Yeah, we we have
1: again. Don't want to make promises that we can't you know fully and again a lot of this depends on you guys so you guys got to you know support us and all that but in the budget um we have uh, two staff attorneys um and again these attorneys would be focused on helping businesses like uh, if you have problems with your city regulatory but also helping patients so again uh, with patient stress issues so let's say you got kicked out of your housing because you had a medical marijuana card or something like that it, we would have uh, legal resources to be able to help you. And we fully intend to be able to turn that up. That is a legal thing. I mean, that is a later thing. Sorry, it is a legal thing too, but it is a later thing. And again, we have to have you guys, you know, support what we're doing in order to uh, turn on some of these later services. But right out of the gate, you know, everything that we're promising uh, we'll be able to to deliver on. So that's that's kind of the good thing. And we'll continue with that theme. So no, it's,
5: it's important to talk about these kind of things because I mean, I think there's, you know, well, there's already miscommunication, miscommunication in the industry as a whole, but yeah, that um, we're we're not building another weed maps, you know, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not building just you know something, you know, we're building something completely new, mm-hmm. something to integrate everybody from patients to businesses, you know, like Ron's talking about, you know, if you're a patient, you're you're worried about your rights as a patient, your 420 a month for your app is going to pay for that, yeah. you're going you're to you know that you're making lobbying efforts through, through your, you know, your membership. so it's it's this is a very important step. For Oklahoma.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we've all, you know, we've kind of, um, we've, we've, we've benefited from people like Ron, right. And people like me, frankly, and Cynthia. Um, so the industry has benefited from people like Ron because we've relied on Ron to kind of guard the gate, you know, for the last two years, it, That, uh, while Ron has done a really good job doing that, and, you know, I'd like to think we've kind of helped do that too. um, And other people have too, you know, Chris Moe has, Norma Sapp has, you know, a lot of people are up there uh, really working hard, you know, on behalf of the industry, whether you agree with them or not, it doesn't really matter. They're up there trying to help. But it, that's not how other people do it, right? So if you look at how the Oklahoma State Chamber lobbies or the Oklahoma State Medical Association or, you know, any other big, big trade organization, that's not how they do it, right? So they get together with their membership about this time and by the first of the fall, they've got a legislative agenda and they slide that legislative agenda to lawmakers with a big check, that's exactly what we're going to do. Okay. So we're going to start behaving like any other industry and we're going to kind of adhere to their rules versus, you know, trying to get them to adhere to
2: ours. And, you know, because that kind of is more working. than that, Chip. You know, the one thing about it is that besides we have something I think is stronger than just the check. So, you know, where we're, all they have is cash. Yeah. We have cash or we can get it or we should get it or we should be able to put it together with all the stuff that's going on. We also have all of the patients as a resource and all of the business locations as resources for how to distribute information. So we've got a lot more than just the cash. We've got a mechanism to get the word out and get people involved. And honestly, a lot of times in, in politics and in campaigns, um, the money might be easy. It might be the, you know, the physical people resources that are the harder thing to come by to go deliver yard signs and knock on doors We've got all of those things. So if we can put the money together with that, I mean, we're going to kill it.
1: Breaking the stigma at its core. Yeah, you're exactly right, Ron. And it, you know, again, it are 300,000 strong. I mean, we're voters. Uh, you know, we're registered voters. We care about this issue. Um, and it. we're a little bit different. But it, to your point, it. we're kind of, you know, people are worried about, you know, are these people getting this together, you know, going to, you know, dominate or control the industry. And, and it, that's not what we want to do. And again, if you want to get involved, get involved. I mean, you can come see what we're all about. You can come sit in the meetings and hear what we're doing and all that. It's an open book what we're trying to do. But if this morphs in any direction, I would say it morphs toward a, a political party. I mean, it. we're going to the lobbying and kind of how we're putting that together with planks. And again, each kind of Process will be a plank. Patients will be a plank. Ancillary businesses will be a plank. So we're going to kind of put it together
4: as a as a political party. So. And, and the future landscape is healthcare. Yeah. And so yeah. the the future landscape is making sure that Oklahoma rides that wave and we come out uh, nationally as uh, the standard. Mm-hmm. Yep. In healthcare you should be able options to care. as an option. Yep. And yep. So that is the future. And,
1: and, you know, on the patient side, you want to know kind of, you know, what are we going to really advocate for and fight for? Why doesn't insurance pay for this? I mean, how much do you guys spend? I went in my stutter. Somebody had to kick me. <laughs> how much do you guys spend, you know, a month or a year on, on medical cannabis? And again, that is not alleviated in any way, shape or form by Medicaid, which is a state uh, entity and state, you know, controlled entity. It gets federal dollars, but there's no reason why those federal dollars can't be spent once they're state money on uh, legal state things. So again, there's a lot of things that we can kind of uh, do here and fight for them. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, Jay, you got, you got anything, you ready for green grow? Or are we ready to go?
3: Absolutely, man. I'm excited. I, I, I feel so good that the, you know, that this can be done in a, in a, you know, a lot of things in the cannabis industry are kind of dominated by ego and I feel really good about this organization uh, to be inclusive and not dominated by ego, but dominated by an agenda, you know, just like any other industry organizes themselves and they have an agenda. The agenda is to protect and advance uh, interest of licensees, especially Oklahoma, uh, you know, family businesses that this the way the law is created has given us a libertarian kind of open playing field, and those—if if we don't organize ourselves, the 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 uh, parties that oppose medical cannabis and oppose uh, this industry, you know, they're they're organized already, and we have to be. Uh, also, for patients, I mean, uh, we did a project, uh, Oakla Fifty Seven, and that might be something that we kind of roll into it, roll into this, but. Uh, that was totally all about just making incredible videos, sharing authentic stories about how having safe legal access to medical cannabis changed people's lives. Uh, you know, kids lives, uh, people who I- I've got one friend that comes to mind. She, t- she uh, works for us uh, when expos are coming up by going to dispensaries and passing out promo cards. Uh, but she has uh, two little boys and she was having something like 80 seizures a day before medical cannabis because she wasn't willing to break the law and you know, 80 seizures a day, so it would mess up her teeth and all this stuff. She couldn't even be a parent, and uh, now she has maybe one a week or something uh, because she's got her medication dialed in, and her kids have their mom back, and, I mean, stories like that, if one person needs access to cannabis and gets it, in my opinion, uh, that's worth it, but we've got 300,000 people and uh there's still a whole bunch of education that needs to happen there's still a bunch of togetherness that needs to happen and uh, i see this as an opportunity to advance that sweet
1: well said well said, well said.
3: so Brian? i was just
5: looking for a couple questions <laughs> couple comments that were coming through I, I see people asking you know where to go sign up stuff like that. Yeah, people are asking about uh protecting uh protecting employees that use medical cannabis so these are all things that will be coming out of okay for you we can kind of answer a few of these questions personally uh uh, as we said, we're launching this weekend at Green Grow Expo, but the, the website is live. And if you yeah. go to the website, uh, you'll see a few different membership options <laughs> patient membership. There's a. You want to look for the, the tiered membership option. You're going to go sign up for our basic membership and get three months free. And uh, there's a couple other options there's a standard membership, the gold package. Uh, go take a look. okay OkayPreviewApproved.com is where you're going to go. If, if you have an issue, find anything. Uh, feel free to give me a call. Get, uh,
2: I'm here for any of your membership questions and, uh, and was hey, to interrupt I've, unfortunately I've got another place I've got to be so I've got to jump off um, but uh, as always if you guys have questions or whatever uh, post them in the comments and we'll uh, you know we'll certainly get to them yeah thanks everybody but I'm sorry I've got I've got to run oh that's okay
1: Byron thank right, you today. And it, we'll, we'll shut it down here in just a second, but it will kind of – let's we'll go ahead and Can hear from – Yeah. We'll, we'll wrap up. And then I'll, I've got something to say to wrap up, too, just kind of at the end. I'll go through the membership options and then tell you how to, how to get there. Um, but do you have anything else? Uh,
4: really, we, we are just incredibly excited to offer this to our industry. Um, we are – incredibly transparent so ask us any questions uh some of you guys may know me as culture Setter. some of you guys follow me on facebook but come and meet us get to know us come Mm -hmm. say hi to us at green grow um the real thing is that we're transparent and we're doing this for our industry that that's that's the bottom line and we're here to shift that culture and we're here to present um this um this i don't want to say something new and better but we're here to present something new and better to the outside so that the inside of our industry can have what they need to be successful and mom or pop or not you still deserve a seat at the table and you deserve a right to uh live your american dream and you have a right to um sell cannabis in the state of oklahoma freely safely and have access to that and to do it with efficacy and
1: effectively. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom and Pops
0: are what built this country. Yeah. So we yeah. need to we need to serve those mom and pops. And if there's something we're not offering that you need, we're an open boat. We're very transparent. So send us an email, give us a call, let us know what you need. We wanna work we wanna hear from you.
1: Yeah, and we do. And so, again, anybody who wants to get involved, this is an open, open, open situation. We would love to have you. Again, we've got an SOP steering committee that's, uh, again, need to have some experience there or, you know, some experience in regulatory, but uh, that is a good place to plug in. Or, Any of the committees now that are turning up, so we'll have a dispensary committee. Again, that dispensary committee will have expectations of that committee. So if you want to get involved, there's lots of ways to get involved and you know, patient, the whole deal. And also if you're ancillary business, there's ways to get involved as an ancillary business with sponsorships and things like that. So real quick on the memberships, we have a patient membership. Again, that's 420 uh, a month, but you have to pay for a year. I think if you pay monthly, it's a little bit more than that, but it's right in there. Um, we have a charter membership. So again, if you don't want to be fully involved, but you want to support our lobbying efforts and things like that, if you're an ancillary business, the charter membership's the way to go. Or if you're just not quite there yet, but you want to help us, then the ancillary business is for $49 a month. Um, we have a charter, uh, or sorry, charter membership that's $49 a month. We have a craft membership. So again, if you're a smaller dispensary, that's just, you know, maybe you're in a smaller town and you don't have the revenue, or if you're a craft grower or a craft like edible maker something like that, we have a way that you can join for, again, a lesser amount. And then we have three tiers of uh, normal commercial business uh, owners, and then we have sponsorship levels and things like that. But the website is up and live. You can join now. Uh, That website will have increasing functionality over the next, let's say, you know, well, years but but there'll be a lot more added you know in the yes, next we'll couple weeks <laughs> yeah yeah again if you want to get involved there we'd I love to I have there. you yeah so and and we are again anything that we do again we're going to be looking uh for help because right now this is a complete volunteer effort no one's uh, getting paid anything to uh, do what we've done up till this point and you will recognize a significant effort you know on the part of uh all the people that are and uh, Jed Green and, and others who have worked very, very, very hard uh, to get it to this point. Jennifer. Yeah.
5: Jennifer Hawkins. Jennifer
1: Hawkins, Hawkins. Yes, patient director. director. Yeah. Um, again, there's She's been many amazing. people. By And Jennifer really has uh, a lot of you guys who've already signed up. Thank you very much. And we'll be contacting you. I think Brian already has maybe or will be soon. But anyway, that's coming. But Jennifer has helped facilitate uh, some early signups. So thank you guys. And thank you, Jennifer. And Jennifer's husband will be our VA kind of coordinator for the organization. So we have a whole bunch of stuff. Again, not going to, we're going to under promise and over deliver. That's our new, you know, sort of thing that we're going to do. So do we have anything else? We want to leave it there. Okay. So so we'll leave it there. Bye guys. Again, it's always a little uncomfortable as we end the meeting.